Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. First responder families can have increased stress in their homes, even more so now as we deal with the COVID-19 pandemic and all of the unknowns that come along with the virus. Today, we are joined by Kimberly Williamson. She is a registered social worker in clinical practice, and she's also the founder of the First Responder Family Wellness Centre. Today, she'll share her story of being the spouse of a first responder and to share with us how she's now using her experience to help other families out there. That's today on Connections. Today, we're joined by Kimberly Williamson. She is a registered social worker as well as the founder of the First Responder Family Wellness Center. She is also the spouse of a first responder. So tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and your family. Yeah, so um, um, I am a registered social worker and I've been working for over 20 years in the field. Um, And I have been working in the area of mental health and trauma. I have a clinical practice um, and my family is a first responder family. So my husband has uh, worked as a first responder for um, almost 19 years and um, so we have the experience of both um, the personal and the professional experience of um, what first responder families go through. And this has led you to create the First Responder Family Wellness Center. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, our family walked through um, the operational stress that can happen for first responder families, um, post-traumatic stress injury, and um, the toxic stress and secondary stress that can end up happening for our spouses um, as we support our first responders. And so it was going through that experience personally, as well as my professional experience working as a therapist in mental health. Um, and it it was an area that I noticed there was a need um, to fill for supporting families. Can you just give people an idea for those who don't have a family member that is a first responder? Um, what kind of, of stresses does, first of all, the person working as a first responder feel and then the family members, what effect that has on them? Yeah, so um, I think for first responders, they're constantly walking into situations that are um, traumatic, that can be traumatic. So trauma is defined by something that we um, we experience um, and it, it shifts and changes our world. Um, so for a first responder, um, there's different things that they experience throughout a day. Um, they are walking into situations when other people are walking out of. Um, and so they are seeing things that uh, we're not necessarily designed to see, and they're holding um, things that they're seeing the worst of people and people when they're um, when they're experiencing the worst things that have happened to them. So, it's their world is where they are constantly, um, you know, walking in situations with people that are experiencing um, trauma, and so it it alters their experience in the world. And that, uh, again, in return, in some cases, will come home with them and have play a role and affect uh, families as well. Yeah, exactly. So um, so I think first, as first responder families, there's not enough um, 
out there in terms of education of how we as first responder families can support our first responders um, when they're bringing that home, sort of recognize the signs of that um, when it is happening, and then even what to do um, to support them when that is happening, as well as to support our children through it, because this career does affect our children, um, and how to keep supporting ourselves through it because the first responder spouse um, typically takes on a lot of roles. Um, there's um, hypervigilance that ends up happening um, within the first responder role because um, the world they know as isn't safe and that's what they see on a daily basis. Um, and so there's different things as a first responder spouse that is different and unique um, in terms of having to deal with scheduling and shift work um, and and just the, the different things that they had to experience as a first responder spouse. And I just think, um, yeah, learning how to support ourselves as first responder spouses as well as our first responder and how to support our children is something that I think um, is very, very important for helping our families and helping uh, build resiliency in our home. And one of the things you mentioned on your website is some of the stress that not only you're feeling, but your children feel. And that's being felt in a lot of households now with not only the first responders, the frontline workers that are in hospitals as we deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. I myself, my husband is a nurse, so I am scared every night as to whether or not he's coming home or if we're going into plan B and he's moving out until this pandemic is over. What can we do for the families that are dealing with that kind of stress uh, at the moment? Yeah, there is so much stress right now in the first responder spouses that I work with. Um, there's so much heaviness and that helplessness like you described. And um, so I think um, in terms of that, it's it's helping. Um, I think it's, it's um, building in the support for ourselves um, during this time. So as much as possible, trying to have that lifestyle where we're practicing um, things that reduce stress. So really making sure that we're getting enough sleep, um, that we're, you know, taking care of ourselves with nutrition and exercising, um, even a 20-minute walk every day, meditating, um, praying, you know, um, doing things that help us to cope um and make us feel good, you know, having music that is upbeat in our home, listening, plugging into things that can make us laugh, having our gratitude journal that we um, that we write down things that we're grateful for every day, even as a family, um, you know, just playing, trying to play, trying to, um, you know, build in our hobbies and um take care of ourselves right now I think is the most important thing that we can do to create a sense of calm um, for ourselves and in our home for our children. When it comes to those children, I know mine are really young, so three and five, Mm -hmm. but they already know the virus and they they question what daddy does and they're worried that daddy's going to bring home the virus. Um, What do we do about the kids? You mentioned some of the stuff about us as the spouse, but how can we really calm them because they're very for their age are very aware of of the situation 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that we as parents help to co-regulate our children, right? And so from a very young age when they're infants, you know, when they cry and we shush them and hold them and, you know, um, we're, we're co-regulating with them. So I think the biggest thing we need to do is stay calm and take care of ourselves and make sure that we're in a calm place um, and then that we can show up and we can be that calm place for them to help them to co-regulate I think it's really important to validate them and to talk with them about their concerns and to give them that place where they can feel safe um, to talk about them. I think it's really important right now to like connect with them, look them in the eye and just really um, be present with them, holding them, um, letting them know reassurance that um, you know, giving them the age-appropriate information that they can understand about the risks and giving them the facts, um, but also reminding them in a reassuring way of the resources and the supports that are there and that you guys are a team and that you'll get through it together as a family. Um, I think teaching them different strategies to kind of deal with those anxiety thoughts. I think first responder children are at a higher um, anxiety uh, risk um, because they do know that the world isn't safe and they do worry about their first responder parents. So I think teaching them the different strategies that they can use to um, help with those anxious thoughts that are age appropriate. And I think for the younger kids, like you're mentioning, play is the most important for them. That's how they learn. That's how they process about their world. So I think just playing with them as well, and they're going to get things out through that. And then having those same things that you do as a family for coping skills of, um, you know, different things that reduce stress for your family and modeling that for them as well as doing it with them. When I was looking up resources and someone to talk to about this exact topic, there's not a whole lot out there. So what is out there? Are there any other resources out there for families of um, first responders to cope with this current situation? And in the future, when we don't have a pandemic, but are still obviously dealing with the stress of having a first responder in your family? Yeah, for sure. And there's so there's different resources available um, dependent on different first responder services, um, and also where you live. Um, so most agencies have their own, um, you know, either psychology program in place or they have an employee assistant benefit program that you can access of trained um, psychologists and counselors and social workers that you can access um, for someone to talk to um, in this time. There's also different um, agencies, like there's the Legacy Place, which is um, for first responders, and they're located out of Calgary. Um, There is Canada Beyond the Blue, um, which is an organization that helps um, police families. Um, So there's different organizations, and that can specifically um, help, I think, also dependent on the type of first responder role, as well as some that will serve all first responders, like Legacy Place, for example, in Calgary. And you yourself, you have an online support course for mm-hmm. first responder spouses. Can you tell me about that and when that's being held? 
Yeah, so I, um, our program, the First Responder Family um, Wellness Center, is actually a virtual online center. I created that because I noted that there's a lot of first responders um, who are working in very isolated communities without support, and so I wanted to be able to build in a support that no matter where you lived, um, that you would be able to access support for you and your family. So right now we have clients that we serve throughout Canada and the United States. We have an online counseling coaching program that we can walk people through um, so, you know, how to support their first responder as well as themselves and their children. And then we have our online um, training program. So we just completed a 12-week program, and that was our first responder family wellness online training program. And it walked people through um, the the three pillars of family wellness, family connection, and building that family resiliency, looking at the impact that this lifestyle as a first responder has um, on our family, developing family tools, um, learning how to take care of ourselves so we can show up um, and be a, a spouse for our partner as well as a parent for our children. Um, and so that one just completed, and now we're in the process of releasing um, a first responder spouse online program. And so that one will be, um, the doors for registration will be opening near the end of this month. What was the response like from people who took part in that virtual course? There were uh, many people that ended up saying that they um, that it was helpful, so their spouse um had looked at it with them and didn't re- recognize the effect that their uh, that they were having on their family and on their children. So um, they mentioned how it was impactful for them in terms of reaching out for support um, to look at how to support themselves so that then they could show up at home um, in a more calm, regulated state. What's the overall response been like since uh, since you created the First Responder Family Wellness Center? So we're a new organization. We just started in September of 2019. Um, so we're new, like just getting out there in terms of, um, you know, you know, we've just piloted this program, the 12-week one, and so now we're going to be starting our second one. Um, and so the advertising hasn't been um big on it yet, um, but the response when we talk to first responder families in the community is just that it's a well-needed area, that they feel that um, it's a space for them, that they can feel safe and understood, where we do have the background of going through it personally as a first responder family as well, and then that there feels like safety where there is that um where, you know, I am trained in the area um, of clinical practice as well. So that there just seems to be, um, you know, a big, um, I've been getting nothing but positive feedback from people of just that this is an area that is, you know, really needed in terms of helping to support first responders, their spouses, and their children. Have you seen a little bit of an uptick um, now that we're dealing with this COVID-19 pandemic? Since the COVID-19 pandemic, there are more people that are reaching out for that online support of counseling and coaching. Um, And so once the doors open for our online training program, we'll have a better idea in terms of what that looks like. But I do know that we do have um, people who have been signing up on the waiting list for the when the doors open for registration. Well, that's fantastic. Overall, when all is said and done, 
what do you hope that people will take away from the services that you're providing? We just really hope to be able to reduce stress in the home to build um, that resiliency so that marriages can stay intact but also thrive together in terms of communication and connection that our first responders who are doing just amazing work in this world that they um, they go home and they feel safe at home and they feel that connected and that they can communicate and the stress of their um, job and trauma is understood normalized that it's not something that is wrong with them that it's something that makes sense that they're going through from a physiological and psychological standpoint because of the things that they do in their role and the hard things that they see in their role and that um, as first responder spouses that we um, that first responder spouses can uh, feel supported as they walk with their first responder and with their family, that they feel understood, that they feel validated, that they feel that there's a safe place um, that gets them and gets their family and the unique stressors they're going through and that they can have the skills to build the lifestyle that they want to have with their family of feeling connected and um and just being able to have that communication in their home. For those who want to learn more about yourself and uh, the First Responder Family Wellness Centre, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so we're available online at the First Responder Family Wellness Center.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And for the listeners out there that's sitting at home going, oh, how are we going to get through? through this pandemic and they have a first responder in their family, what are your parting words for them? Um, Just to stay in that place of hope that you can do this, that um, just to lean into this hard time and to know that you're not alone, that there's supports and um, things out there that can hold you right now during this time, um, that it feels heavy and helpless and exhausted and lonely and overwhelming right now, and I get that. Um, I get the unease that our children are feeling and the anxiety, um, but I also am hearing that the no more rushing, that um, kids are really feeling a lot more relaxed. I'm hearing from spouses that they're also feeling like it's a chance to reset. Um, so I think focusing on that growth mindset of what can we learn from growing through this um, as a first responder family and community and just to take care of yourself, to plug into um, the things that support you and to, um, you know, take care of yourself right now so you can take care of your family, to connect with others virtually that light you up and are there for you as a support. And, um, yeah, just know you're not alone. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm just grateful for your heart to want to be there to support and get the information out to first responder families. Thanks again, Kim. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation again, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.